we never ever lose. Hey, we never ever lose. Wanna get rich on some pics, huh? Prop it like it's hard. Prop it like it's hard. Prop it like it's hard. When these fish try to get at you, shark it like it's hard. Shark it like it's hard. Shark it like it's hard. Consistency and attitude. Lock it like it's hard. Lock it like it's hard. Lock it like it's hard. I got the Bobby, Mr. Lung, and I'm going gun gun. I could do this every week. The man has got it going on. Love me money lines. Love me over underlines. Love me something to put me up like over a hundred times. Whoa, that's a lot of dough, homie. Put it on the spot, parlay. You don't know me. That intro never gets old. I, I could listen to it. I should just put it on like a loop and just play it all the time. Welcome back. Prop it like it's hot. Week 15. Hard to believe we're that close. But hey, Christmas is next weekend. So here we are. Uh, as usual, Bob Lung here. Big guy fantasy sports. Propping the shirt today. And of course, that guy right there. It's Kobe Conway. Kobe, what's going on? Uh, getting ready for the holidays. Uh, big party tonight. At the uh, we called the annual Griswold's Christmas party. Uh, so I actually got a shirt. I would I should have brought it in. It's fantastic. I'd never seen this before. It's kind of like a like a, a I don't know what you call them bowling shirt. A, you know, an untucked short sleeve, and all it says is in a world full of Grinches, be a Griswold. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Perfect. Yep. Holiday Perfect. right around the corner. Um, mm-hmm. Looking forward to it. Head back. Head back up to closer to your neck of the woods for some. Yeah. Uh, time with family, but uh, yeah, looking forward to holiday, spending time with family, got some football, love having the uh, games today, Saturday as we record this, as well as the game Sunday, so yeah. football weekend this week, and then uh, I was telling Ron on um, the Consistently Cashing podcast, which check it out if you're playing your DFS Daily Fantasy Football this weekend, but uh, yesterday was my last working day of the year for my full-time job, so I don't work again until January 4th. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Yep. So I got I got a nice little bit of little time here to make DFS lineups, talk props with you, and kind of just try to stay out of trouble, really, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. It's been difficult for me the last 24 hours. But anyway. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we're here back. Uh last week, actually, we had we had one of our down weeks. And a down week for us is three for three. So or three three and three. Uh we usually were crushing the five and ones and the four and twos, but we struggled a little bit last week, so we're going to kick it back in this week, uh, even though some of my picks may look questionable. I'm feeling good about them, so we'll get to that. So, as always, uh, Kobe and I will go through uh, two out of our three picks that are also in the article that will be on the website as well, so check that out for the other two. And, of course, as always, Kobe will come through with his podcast exclusive. So, Kobe, uh, you kick it off. Uh, what do you got, and where are you going with it? Yeah, first one I'm going with, I've seen this line as low as three and a half uh, when I wrote this and sent them to you for the article's sake. Wouldn't be surprised if it's up closer to four at this point, but I still take the over. Donovan Peoples-Jones over three and a half receptions. I first saw it on prize picks. In two games with Watson, he's caught 11 of 15 targets. The rapport with Watson with DPJ has been much better than I expected. Of course, we all love to make like comparisons to the past, and it almost seems like DPJ's big playability is equivalent to like Will Fuller-esque in Houston 
Like it seems like Cooper is Hopkins, DPJ is Fuller to Watson at this point. It's right. kind of what it seems like. Not a perfect comparison, but we all love the comparison game. So yeah. pretty much what it is. But really this season, what we've seen on Baltimore, much easier to throw on them than run. Running backs can have success, but it seems that you can beat these Baltimore corners more so than the front seven as to what um, what they have there. So for really for me, I'm going with Donovan Peoples-Jones, over three and a half receptions. He's been playing really well. He's got a nice rapport with Watson. And simply put, I think this line is just too low. I mean, if, if it's at four receptions now, four is a push. But, I mean, five catches doesn't seem all that bad. And, and honestly, Watson's only playing – he's only going to play better. He's got to shake off the rust, get back into things. So, we're talking in two games with Watson. We're getting about seven and a half targets a game for DPJ against a – pretty friendly secondary to receivers. We don't think he can catch four or five of say he gets seven or eight targets. I think the line's too low. So I'm going to take advantage of that with Donovan people, Jones over three and a half receptions. I would take it. If it's at four, I would take it over four at four and a half. I would start to get a little concerned, um, but I probably still go over. I still think he's going to have a big day. So as long as it's below four and a half, I'm still taking the over. Got it. Well, I'm going to stay in that game and I'm going to add another receiver but it's actually a tight end, and it's David Njoku. Uh, again, he it, it's always amazing when I see lines this low. Now, get it. I, I Granted, I get it. Against Buffalo, against Tampa, not great games. But also, let's remember, those are the first two games that Watson came back. Um, so, or actually, no. One, uh, yeah, the, well, the week 12 against Tampa. I, I'm sorry. It was the week. It was before that. But, um, you know, week 13 – was the game in Houston. He didn't play. Uh, but this past week in against Cincinnati, when Njoku was healthy, seven catches, 59 yards. And the, and the line is only 39 and a half. He has been over 39 and a half basically most of the season. Uh, and the ones that he missed was 29, 32. So pretty close. His only bad game was against Buffalo. And he only had 17, but obviously it was Buffalo. I really like this this week. Like I said, uh, Baltimore's struggles a little bit against the pass. Uh, Njoku and, and, and Watson appeared just to have a little bit of a thing going on here. So I kind of, I'm kind of digging that 39 and a half, just way too low for me. If it was in the mid upper forties, I'd be a little more worried, but I think uh, 39 and a half is a good number. So. Yep. And the, and the thing really looking with these Cleveland, uh, Cleveland pass catchers is the simple fact that, like I said, Watson's only going to continue to play better. He's going to get more efficient. We saw this time in Houston, he can be an efficient passer. And when you're looking at Njoku, he's getting eight targets a game. Watson's accuracy only continues to get better. Right. You said it was 39 and a half. Matchup yeah. be damned. With eight targets, he can't get to 40 yards. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like the volume is there. There's going to be opportunity. And he's done well. I mean, he's caught 12 of his 16 targets. So he's efficient. He is by far the most dynamic tight end that Watson has ever had. And remember mm -hmm. back in the days in Houston, he force fed the ball to freaking Darren Fells. Like yeah. he loves throwing yeah. it to the tight end. Like that yeah. is something he's always done. And he's, and we've seen it here with Njoku too. You know, Watson's been in here for one game. What does Njoku do? Touchdown. That's Simply right. put. Yep. All right. Let's go back to you for your next pick. Yeah, I have this one listed first in the article, but I'm going to mention it second here on the podcast. But it is one of my favorite. CeeDee Lamb over 67 and a half receiving yards. I just looked. It's bumped up to 69 and a half, but still take the over. In his last five games, he's averaging 81 yards per game, well above the mark set for this matchup. And what's interesting of this is that it's 
The only thing that scares me with this is it seems too good to be true. That's the only thing that worries me about this prop. Because when you look, Jacksonville is one of the worst in the league in terms of DVOA against the pass. They rank in the bottom third against the opposition's wide receiver one, which is clearly CeeDee Lamb. And Jacksonville's offense is putting up points, which is going to force Dallas to score as well. And at the very least, continue throwing the football. So I just, again, the only thing that scares me, it's a great matchup. The other offense is putting up points. We just saw... Houston put up 20-ish on Dallas. I don't even remember what the score of the game was, but they put up points on uh, Dallas. So if they can do it, Jacksonville's going to do it, and they're playing lights out right now with Trevor Lawrence under center. So it, it, it just seems like it's too good to be true. You know, it's, you know, two plus two equals four. That's just how it works, and this is all lining up. The only thing I'm worried about is what if two plus two actually equals five? You know, we just don't know. That's like it's all, all – everything is – the stars are aligning for a massive C.D. Lamb game. And for this line to only be at 67 and a half almost makes me want to think that Vegas thinks they know something that maybe we don't, but lamb's healthy. He's getting the targets. Great matchup. It's he's going over en route to a monster fantasy day. Yeah, definitely agree. All right. So I'm going to go with the uh, kind of a conspiracy theory kind of choice. So may have heard folks out there that this week, Deontay Johnson was being interviewed uh, by, by the media and pretty much came out and said, I watched the clip. It wasn't like he was overly rude about it, but he pretty much said that Mason Rudolph is his boy and he wishes he was out there throwing him the ball uh, because, you know, it just, it, it was a polite thing, but he pretty much said, Trubisky, I'd rather have Mason Rudolph throw me the ball. The funny part is that when Trubisky has been the quarterback, it's been some of Deontay Johnson's best games of the year. However, I feel like this week I'm going to go the conspiracy theory scenario here and say that Trubisky is not going to be happy about that comment. And I think he's not going to throw in the ball very much. The line's 48 and a half yards, which, you know, he's been, uh, you know, it, it's a good line. It's a fair line, but I feel like Trubisky might be throwing the ball more to Kenny Pickens, Friar Muth, Najee Harris, whoever. Um, I don't think, so I'm going to take the under for Deontay Johnson for no other reason than I just feel like he's not going to get the ball very much. He's not going to see it very much in this game. Um, so that's, that's what I'm going with. It, it, there's no stats. There's not just pure. It's going to happen. Yep. Tough matchup too. JC Horn, right. very good corner. So, right. Yeah. That too. Another thing that's in play there. So yeah, I, I this, I, I hate this passing attack. If I'm being yeah, honest. It's, it's so bad. Yeah. I can't stand it. It's miserable, but what are you going to do? All right, back to the final and podcast exclusive. What do you got? Well, when in doubt, you trust Colt McCoy, right? Yes, of course. Of course, because what else would you do? <laughs> I'm going James Conner over 20 and a half receiving yards. When you look at Conner of late, past couple games, the volume has been there in terms of rushing, but 25 for 120 and 15 for 85 at the score on the ground. Solid. That's pretty good. However, three catches for 20 yards, six catches on seven targets for 29 yards. So he's averaging 40, or I'm sorry, 24, 25-ish per game over the last two. Colt McCoy dumps the ball off much, 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 much more than Kyler Murray. Well, I guess did since he's not playing anymore. Um, (laughs) So it's Colt McCoy is going to check down. This Denver defense is tough. Like, Hopkins is going to see a ton of Patrick Sertan. Good luck with that. As good as Hopkins is, very tough matchup. Marquise Brown's been 
I think he's dealing with an illness, should play, but he's going to be maybe not quite at 100%. And James Conner's gotten 10 targets over the last two and 15 targets over the last three. And when you look at his last five, I know some of them are with Kyler Murray, but we're talking five-plus targets in three of those five. So if you give him that that opportunity, he is going to excel. And when you look at the strength of the Denver defense, where it really lies in their corners, over the last four weeks, only the Minnesota Vikings have allowed more receiving yards to running backs than the Denver defense. So why attack Patrick Sertan when you can dump it down, let Connor break a tackle or two? We only need 21 yards, and he's done it. He's had 20, so he's basically done it in each of his last two. So I expect a big day for Connor, more so through the air than on the ground. So James Connor over 20 and a half receiving yards. Got it. All right. I wrote it down. I wish you could track it because <laughs> I was pretty quick to say. All right. That's awesome. All right. So Colby, to everybody uh, about to consistently cash and everything else that's going on, and uh, we'll take it out of here. Yep, for your FanDuel cash game, so 50-50s, double-ups, uh, Ron Rigney and I go ahead and do the Consistently Cashing podcast, so check that out as we break down the lineup that we're going to play this week in real time, so make sure you check that out here at BigGuyFantasySports.com, and then keep up with the profit like it's hot. Check out the article. I got one play involving a New Orleans Saint that we did not talk here that I do like quite a bit, so I got the three pop props there. Got the podcast exclusive. Bob's got another two or three to throw in the article. So go ahead and put them in there. One of my favorite things to do is like if you play on prize picks where you can do the five or six picks, you know, play some of these. And if you get if you do like five, if you do three, you get a little bit of money back. Four doubles it up and five, 10 X is it, I think, or something like that. But you can always take a bunch of these props. You don't know, look, take a look at them, see where you can find maybe an underdog. It's a little bit better. Maybe at prize picks, it's a little bit better right. or wherever else you play. So Take a look, shop these props around, but just know the players that are going to have good days or, in Deontay Johnson's case, a bad day. And shop around, see where you can get the best lines, and good luck with the props. Yeah, all right. You can find him on Twitter at Colby R. Conway. Find me at Bob underscore Lung. And as he said, check everything out at Big Guy Fantasy Sports. Uh, Ron and I have our show from the other night. Uh, have some great stuff there. So, Colby Conway. I'm Bob Long. Everybody have a great week. Take care. God bless. We'll see you next week.